Welcome, world, to episode 189 of the Chamberlain Chance and Alex podcast. My name is Chance. Sometimes I write the games of chance.blogspot.com, but let's be honest, not too often. With me, as always, is Chamberlain, uh, who used to write infinbacklog.com, and Alex of dailycrackpot.blogspot.com. Gentlemen, how's it hanging? Pretty good. I, I, I sound significantly less phlegmy than you do. <laughs> my, <clears throat> my sinuses are not filled with the refuse of whatever, so... Hope you when feel better. I, when I'm when I'm sick, I get a good night's sleep, and it doesn't even fucking matter. Mm-mm. I slept like ten hours or something. I just ached all day. No, no, nope. doesn't matter. Your body is brutal. rebelling against you more so than usual. So, uh, how's Mister looking dapper in a tuxedo over there, Alex? Yeah, no, I married off my sister. It's this whole thing. Mm. Yeah. Were you were like in the party at all? Or oh yeah, yeah. I was. I, I I walked people down the aisle and stuff. Holy Ooh, shit! Nice. That yeah. was right. I was part of the groomsmen. So the most important question is, do you approve of your new brother-in-law? Yeah. I mean, yeah. J- Julie always gets what she wants, and she wants this. And well, let me put it this way, and I don't think you'll ever listen to this. She broke up with him and then took him back. Mm. So <coughs> this, is, this is all her. All right. Well, no, no, that, that, that doesn't sell me on the guy at all. Like, do you think no, he's, he's a good great. dude? He works for the Department of Defense. Do that doesn't sell me on him either. <laughs> he's a nice guy with a good job. All right, fair enough. As long as he's a nice guy. Yeah. He's, he's getting dude. that government cheese. He's pissed yeah. I have a green cheek and he doesn't. A green? Oh, a conure. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> this oh, is apparently man. his dream pet growing up, and I had no idea. Which reminds me. Yes. I saw Joker on uh, Saturday? Saturday. Yeah. 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 Um. Now, I don't, like, a lot of people are saying, wow, Akeem's performance is incredible. It's a great performance. He gives, like, 110% to the point that it is, like, almost painful to watch him. Uh-huh. Be- because he is clearly going through so much pain for this entire movie. And uh, the the thing the thing about his laugh, where the laugh is unintentional, like tick. is like a nervous tick on his part. Um, that is excruciating to watch because he'll be like, you saw a bit of it in a trailer where he's making faces at a kid on the bus mm-hmm. and then the mom turns around and goes, could you please not bother my son? Yeah. And he's like, I wasn't trying to bother him. And then he can't help it. He <laughs> starts doing the laugh. So it's like a Tourette's kind of a thing. And she, and she turns around like, what's wrong with you? And he's like desperately trying to cover his mouth as he's like spasming and trying to stop it from coming out. And he hands her a card that explains his condition. And, uh, and he's, it looks like he's in such spasming awful pain. There's so many shots of him in his horribly emaciated body just like stretching his muscles. And you feel like he is in so much pain. And you, the audience member, basically feel that discomfort. For the entire fucking movie. See, I don't know exhausting. if I could take that. I yeah. don't know yeah. if I could take that. It was exhausting. It really was. It was absolutely emotionally exhausting. And here's where it gets shitty. Oh. Okay. Now, everything, I'm prepared to say that almost everything, like, there's a lot of really kind of intelligent, cool choices. The musical choices are excellent. How it's shot is excellent. Basically, everything about the presentation of the movie is really, really good. But the script itself, the mm. plot, the story of this it's a nothing sandwich. It really, really is. Oh. The character that we meet at the beginning doesn't feel like the Joker at the end at all. This does not feel like the introduction of one of these great heroes. It doesn't feel like Batman Begins, where it's like, oh, that explains it. Like, n- at all, at all. This felt like it could have not been named Joker and would have been a better film. Yeah, hmm. that's what I thought. It looked like this is... So they remade King and Comedy, but they had to call it Joker. 
and they didn't make it as good based on uh-huh. every review I've seen. Are are there any connections? Because this is supposed to be a standalone yes. thing. I yes. read about the end, and I, I ample like that. Okay, ample, so amp- I don't, I don't. I, Joker I spoilers. It. I require spoilers, please. So okay. listeners, please, if you don't want to hear it, tune out for the okay. next minute and a half or well, so. Well, not so much a spoiler, but like it, it like it. It's it's a spin on Bruce's origin story that kind of like hits on his austerity and how that's a problem. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? That's no, what I heard. Not at all. Um, I think it was what it does. Just give it to me. Just give it to me. Okay, so so Joker, um, at the very end of Joker, when he finally assumes the mantle of Joker and says, "Call me Joker." Um, he, uh, he goes on this TV show and everyone knows his name. That's another thing that pisses me off is everyone knows this guy's name. That's ridiculous. Yes. And it's never a mystery of who, anyway. So yeah. he goes on, he goes on like the most popular, he goes on the Colbert show basically. Um, that's the and, De Niro show, right? That's right. And it's yeah. by Robert De Niro and, uh, and he goes up there and instead of like actually being menacing and cool as the Joker can be, instead of being funny, that's another thing. Throughout this entire movie, he doesn't say anything funny. Yeah, not uh, once. That's, His mm. jokes are uniformly terrible, and it's not like it's not like so bad. It's good eye rolling Batman. That's really going to annoy Batman kind of humor. It's just bad. Uh, it's just not funny. Anyway, moving all right, on. All right, all right. Okay, so he goes into this, this. He first of all admits that he killed three men on a subway uh, earlier in the film, which started kind of a low key ninety nine percent revolution. Okay, and uh, so there's a bunch of people in in you know clown masks who are trying to bring down the bring down the, you know, the banks and shit like that. Those were the view for Vendetta parts of the trailer. Okay. The, yes, very much so. And he admits, he admits to that, those murders. And, uh, the host tries to, Robert De Niro tries to like, kind of try to interview him on this. Like, are you saying that you feel like you were right to, to kill those, those fine young men? He goes, they were not fine young men. They, and then he goes on about how I've been abandoned by society. Uh. He actually says that. He actually says that. And then he, and then he pulls out his gun and he shoots Robert De Niro through the head. And the audience screams! And then he shoots Robert De Niro a few more times. And then he gets arrested. And as he's being well, he driven- He wouldn't be arrested, he'd be fucking put down. Just wait. So he's really? getting- well, no, he's white. So he's no, getting- okay, I'm sorry. He, <laughs> that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> he's getting- as, as, he Fair trial and five years in prison. As he's being driven to the cop shop, um, there's a riot now going on because all of the, all of the, the clown mask people are just going crazy across Gotham. It mm. is a full on fucking riot. And, uh, and his, his cop car gets T-boned by an ambulance. So he climbs out of it and he's got blood all over his mouth and he takes the blood and he smears it into a big Joker grin. Uh. And then he's, and then he starts dancing on top of the car as all of these uh, Joker fans around him cheer. So what fucking point is this? Oh, and then and that's how and it then, ends. And then no, 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 and then no, wait no. because so because this riot is going on, the Waynes are coming out of a theater and they oh, go down no. an alley. No, and and yeah. one of these one of these guys from the riot uh, shoots Wayne specifically because he's Bruce Wayne. This big wait, money shoots well, Bruce or shoots Thomas? Or no, um, no, shoots Daddy Bruce. Daddy da- Wayne. Shoot, Thomas shoots, Wayne. Yeah, shoots yeah. Daddy Wayne. Okay, be, specifically because he's this one percenter. Mm. And then, you know, like, and of course, Wayne is, you know, being the cool guy and trying to calm everything down and he gets shot. And then Martha says something. So the guy reaches out and grabs her pearls and breaks the pearls. Why is she always wearing pearls? One day, let's give her a silver necklace. Just see what happens. But no one could break it. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So that tries to tie in the origin of Batman to Joker. Like Joker created Batman in that way, as opposed to Joker being a reaction to Batman's existence, which is what I always preferred. 
Um, not only that, but if we are to suggest that this Joker created Batman, by the time Batman is out batting things up, this Joker will be in a geriatric facility. Yeah. Like, it's dumb in every single direction. In the way it tries to connect to to the bigger Batman mythos, it kind of does it in a fumbly, stupid way. Um, if you're supposed to take it seriously, it's hard to take it seriously. The only way it works is if, first of all, we imagine that this Joker isn't the Joker that Batman ultimately faces, but was inspired by this Joker. Like, it's just dumb. Oh, that's dumb, too. And so, is the movie trying to say that this 1% thing is bad? No, it's really not. It really humanizes all these characters. It does not have a statement on that. Is the movie trying to say that that we marginalize the less fortunate? I don't really... Th- it's not really doing a great job of that, because this motherfucker Nothing is... justifies murder he's crazy as shit at the beginning he's still crazy at the end in the same way he's just okay with it that's the difference is he's okay with how stupid and crazy he's just murdered like five more people yeah and he's oh no and and that's the thing across the course of this movie joker kills five people five six six total he kills six people total and at no point do we get even a glimmer of the brilliance of the character that this is a character that could actually one day go up against Batman and be a legitimate threat. Yeah, and have a plan about not, anything. Not for a fucking moment. Not for so, a fucking moment. Does this prove that the Joker character does not work without Batman? Absolutely not. That the two characters no, are really dependent on each other? Movie. Absolutely not. That just means this is a shitty movie. Well, I can't even say shitty movie because, again, so much about the movie is amazing. Visual. But the story it tells is a stupid fucking story. So that's, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like, uh, 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 Detroit Become Human. There's a lot about oh. this game <laughs> that you can be really proud of, but not the story. No. Yeah. Wait, what can you be proud of with Detroit Become Human? Graphics. <laughs> so yeah, the cinematography's good. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's aesthetically beautiful and gross and sad. And here's a way I was putting it to people all week. Which I think is a good way to put it. Let's say, and some of you may not be able to connect with this. I don't know if you can, Jim. I know Alex probably can. Let's say you are rock bottom at the end of your rope, suicidal, suicidally depressed, feeling absolutely helpless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like not only is life pointless, but it is pure pain. And there is no reason for it. It is madness. And I just want to die. And you reach out to someone who has the power to help you. And in fact, it is their job to help you. And you open up and you expose that most vulnerable part of yourself to them. And what they say in response is so callous and awful that not only does it let you know that this person wasn't listening to a word you fucking said and didn't care about it anyway, but if you believed that they were listening to you, you would know that they would know that it was a horrible horrible thing to say to you that would probably drive you to suicide but because you're sure they weren't listening to you it just feels like god giving you the middle finger okay so let's take that feeling and stretch it over two hours (laughs) the other way to put it is i sat down with a co-worker named jamie on monday and i said i saw joker and she said oh i saw joker i go what'd you think she goes i thought it was good i go really you thought it was good she goes well i thought joaquin phoenix was really good i go agree he's really good but would you actually recommend that anyone else go see that movie she goes no (laughs) okay okay yeah Yeah, like it was painful that's the true test there yeah yeah yeah. like i can't recommend it well i i I feel better of not having gone to go see that then yeah it was really an unfortunate way it's a shame because i think the idea of of taking a character not a one-off character but taking a character and removing it from the greater mythos and examining Mm -hmm. it differently could be interesting i mean if you're if you're telling me that joker could exist without batman at least in this universe that'd be cool okay has anybody seen gotham 
I watched like one or two episodes with it. And it was so pants on head crazy. I gave up immediately. Yeah, it was stupid. See, I yep. love the guy playing um the bad cop. Bullock? Oh, Bullock. Bullock, yeah, but they didn't really have anything to do in the first couple episodes, and the script was terrible, and, like, I just got sick of the Gotham Muppet baby shit. <laughs> I just, why would you choose Penguin as the first, like, I, I thought that no. was a good actor, but he had nothing to do. I, yeah, I, I love Ruby Rose. I have no interest in Bad Woman. It's gotten some terrible reviews. It looks so B-quality, and yeah. a B-quality can be good. You know, Xena can be good. Yeah. But not for Batman. Batman needs to have the dazzling veneer of the 1980s or something. I don't we know. need a we need a break. We need <laughs> yeah, a break from happen. these characters. Uh, we really do. No, I disagree. It's, an, it's a no. cottage industry now. I know, I understand late. that. But Nolan had his three. When and was the second one? Was the best of them? When when was the Dark Knight? 2008. Yeah. Okay, so it has been over ten years since we had any. I film. know, but we also had the Dark Knight Rises, which I think was not a bad movie. I'll it wasn't fight bad, but okay, it wasn't, we're, we're wasn't talking, as good as Dark Knight about, Rises. Yeah, but we're talking about Joker separately. It's been eleven years since Joker's been on screen. Oh, oh, wait, no, wait, wait, Jared Leto, Suicide Squad. Yeah, Jared Leto. You're yeah, right. we. It's best not to talk about that. Yeah, I don't uh, yeah, think he counts. That was wrong in every way. I don't think he counts. She, she is my canon Harley I, Quinn, I, but he is not my canon Joker. Exactly. I, I think he might actually agree with that. Not counting. I don't think he wants to talk about it either. Um, but no, I, I just think I, I, the problem is Marvel's making all of the money, and DC's like, let's make some of the money. And no, we but need not play, char- not pay a writer to actually yeah, write we, a script. We, we need Batman and Joker to go away for another ten years. We really do. How much totally space disagree. was there between? How much space was there between Keaton and? Christian Bale. Well, that was before comic book movies became comic book movies. I understand, but there were All a couple bad ones in there, too. I mean, we had George Clooney, we had, shit, Val Kilmer? Keaton, yep. Clooney, Kilmer. Um, Some nice comedy guys there. After Kilmer was Bale. <coughs> yeah. I feel like we're missing one of the... I don't know. Keaton, Keaton had two. Kilmer had one. That was uh, Clooney. Clooney had one. Clooney had one. And then was, we had Bale. Wasn't there another one after Clooney? Nope. Oh, okay. No. No, no, Batman just killed the franchise for a while. The, the ice puns did it in pretty bad. Cool off. Why would Uma Thurman do that? I don't. Well, who did she money, owe favors money, to? Money, money, money. I understand, but was that before Kill Bill? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It was after um, uh, Pulp Fiction, though. Hmm. Well, Uma Thurman True. wasn't in anything before Pulp Fiction. Nope. Uh, I also saw What Men Want. Ugh. Yeah. Which was the remake of a Mel Gibson movie called What Women what Want. What Women Want, which I actually have seen <laughs> years um, ago. No, no. Here's the thing, though. What Women Want is was not a was a good movie. It was a, a solid movie. movie. I saw it on a date. It was so fine. It was yeah. And you look at it now, and it's absolutely dated. Um, yeah. And it's you know kind of edifying that it is, but it's still a solid story with a good through line for the main character and an excellent cast of supporting characters. And Cheryl from Archer. That's right. And I, I honestly had a crush on her immediately. She's, like, she's, yeah. she's, got, she's got something. She's got something it's, going it's, on. And a starring role for Ashley Johnson, who would go on to be Ellie in The Last of Us. Yeah. That's right. It's also before we knew, you know, about Was she the Nicholson. daughter? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's the daughter. So, um, so I, I th- here's my thing is I actually have a crush on Taraji P. Henson. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the eyebrows. I don't know. Maybe it's that, um, what was that? What was that? She's got that, a great voice. She's got a great voice. What was that movie where it was all about the women working at NASA? 
Oh, uh, hidden figures. That's right. And yeah. no, I didn't say hidden fences. We 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 don't work. <laughs> we don't work at NASA because uh uh we don't work at NASA because we wear skirts. We work at NASA because we wear glasses. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> real quick so thing. Good. That that part where um Kevin Costner like takes that sledgehammer and like yeah. God damn this race is ridiculous. Yeah. That never We're all happened. equal here at NASA. I cannot believe that there was a pl- Yes you did. You knew yeah, it was there. Yeah. Fuck. No, okay, okay, great story. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Now, she tries, in the same way it was kind of, okay, do you remember in Mel Gibson dancing around in the, in the, um. Yeah, when he was exfoliating. The leggings. Yeah. Yes, like, yes, it, yes. it, and it was funny, right? Yeah, it was okay. It was kind of funny, he's a, yeah. He's, a, he's funny. He, he wasn't trying too hard. No. There's a lot of moments in this where she is trying too hard to be funny. She's going a little overboard, and I yeah. wonder if that's the director or if that's her. Probably the director. I do feel it was the director. Um, the, the whole kind of overarching story is just not as solid. Not as solid. It's not as interesting. It doesn't feel like, she doesn't feel like as big a dick as Mel Gibson was at the beginning of What Women Want. I mean, he's one of the biggest dicks in the world. How do you? <laughs> yeah, but, but, but the character was a real dick. He yeah. was a genuine cad. And yeah. she, and she was just kind of a, a woman who was really ambitious. And, and was, was in there scrapping at her job trying to get shit done. She didn't feel like a dick at all. And everyone else is like, you're not a good friend to us. You don't come out to lunch. Well, we just fucking introduced you at lunch with your friends. Obviously you do go to lunch with your friends. Like it, it, she didn't, it felt like people were saying she's a dick just because the movie needed that plot point. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of that throughout the movie. The cast is excellent. Um, and she is, uh, it was just nice watching her for two hours. Have you, have you ever heard of hot ones? No, it's the it's this like YouTube talk show where like they eat progressively hotter wings. Yes, you talked about it last you week. You talked about yeah. it last week. Yes. Yeah. Um. Her her uh, hot ones is fantastic. Okay. Wait, she did one. Yeah, she did one. It's freaking great. Okay. So, is the answer to the question of what men want just a really good sandwich? I mean, because that's what we really want. No. We just want a good sandwich. No. That's what I want. Um. Actually, there's. Come on. A... You, you you couldn't say that a really good sandwich wouldn't make you feel pretty good right now. Uh, I just ate a pizza. I'm fine. We want more emotional stability than we're willing to admit. Well, no, actually, no, I want no, a good sandwich. no, no. Alex, Alex, hit on that's always been my favorite too. Is the my the way I've always put it is the greatest thing that separates the sexes is the perception that something does. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, towards the end of the movie, Taraji is has her the guy has her love interest um, sitting down for dinner with her father. And, uh, you really like the love interest. You really like the love interest kid. That, that's something I do feel is missing is she needed a dynamic with a young man, just like, um, uh, Gibson had a dynamic with a young woman in the shape of his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. She, she doesn't have that relationship. I think that, that was one thing. Anyway, so the, uh, her, the guy that she's into says to her father, um, they bring up the question, what men want? And he says, I think men want the same thing women want. We want to feel safe. We want to feel appreciated and loved. And uh, we want to feel like we can trust the person that we're with. Oh, yeah. That's fucking it. And that's the thing, is that's exactly what both sexes want. Yep. Yeah. What Men Want is currently at 5.1 out of 10 stars on IMDb. Yeah, that's about as low as it gets. That's five stars worth of Tarachi. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and just for comparison, Joker... Ooh. I'm not even going to tell you what that's at. Uh, no. It's got an eight, isn't it? Nine. Oh, well, you know, it definitely had a better soundtrack than what <laughs> I want. It had better cinematography. <laughs> it had a better performance from the lead. 
uh, and might have had a better script, frankly, but neither of these were winners. Hmm. Um, so what, what have, uh, at, Hey, we haven't had a chance about? to talk about Lodge 49. Okay. Well, I've only watched like, okay. I haven't watched it again since though. How much have you seen? Um, I got to the point where they found the body in the attic. Okay. So you're, that's like the first three or four. Ah, uh, it's pretty close to the beginning. Okay. This is one of the best shows ever made about adult friendship. Uh-huh. It is there. Oh, hey, I do like that. Like hey, hey, it's. How do I put this? There is, like, if you want to follow the mythology of it and, like, the search for, like, these alchemical scrolls, you can. There is, like, enough, like, information doled out a little bit each week where you can follow it. But mostly it's about a bunch of 30-somethings and 40-somethings just trying to figure out their shit. And it's really mm. funny and it's really dark and interesting. And it's – there have been two episodes this season that have made me cry real tears. And I like that every character is is given like real dimension. There doesn't yeah. seem to be any character that's introduced without the intention of yeah, giving even the even the yeah. fucking manager at the sister's job. Oh God, he's so great! He's so great in season two. Yeah, no, he's like, like I, yeah. Ahead, there are characters ahead. that are antagonistic to one another, but no one is ever a villain. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Well, okay, the cop, the cop husband. No, 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 no. Okay, keep watching. Okay, because he's definitely an antagonist at this point. He is antagonistic to certain characters, but man, he is through, going through some shit. Well, his wife is cheating on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a nice twist there. Anyway, great effing show. I can't wait for you to finish it. I may. What is I'm this on? Uh, Watch It's on AMC. No, I've got it on Amazon Prime right now. It's their best comma, uh, best comma, best drama since Mad Men. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the funniest shows they've ever made. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Started Ori in the Blind Forest. Or no, I'm I'm actually towards the end of Ori. Okay, yeah, because you you started it last week. Yeah, and I, I'm assuming you've hit the point now where it's not as good as it was when you started. That's the thing. Really? Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, That's the thing. Yeah, it's, it's go ahead. It it because that it, that that game has kind of the inverse quality curve on it. Mm-hmm. Like the, the first third, you're like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah. And then the second third, you're like, this is okay. It's getting right. a little much. Yeah. And the third third, they're like, oh, okay, you probably should have stopped adding new things about one third ago. Yeah, and it's yeah. We're at the point now where it's it's kind of too complicated. The platforming you're asking me to do, you're asking me to do really specific stuff in a physics-based platformer, which is yep. hard. And you've got all these buttons all over the fucking controller. You didn't need that many buttons to control these moves. I don't know who designed it. I still love the game, but I freely admit that it has problems in its last third because it gets it gets too complicated. Aesthetically stunning. I like the way the story's going. Um, as soon as I started Indivisible, Ori was forgotten. Completely. Well, they're completely different kind of games, though. Indivisible is is Valkyrie profile to date myself. It's a it's a very linear it's a very linear platform RPG. Yeah, I I haven't uh, they've described it as a Metroidvania, and I'm not seeing any of that. There's a little bit of exploration to find shit, but uh, you don't need to. But the fact that the combat I haven't played it yet, but I've watched enough videos that I know I'm going to play eventually. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the combat is like each character has a button, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's totally Valkyrie profile. And not only that, oh, yeah. but you modify what the attack is by pressing up or down on the D-pad when you hit that oh, character's button. Oh, that's totally Valkyrie profile. Okay. So it becomes like um, an enemy's guard can be broken if one enemy does a down attack and then the other next next or one ally does a down attack, the next enemy does an up or vice versa. So like you, you go in, you pop, you pop them into the air. You go in with your next guy who does an AOE. You hit them all while they're flying up in the air. Then you tell, oh god, the characters are so good. I need to upload videos. Uh, Razma, her is her name. First of all, well, you know, let's talk about Indivisible in a bit. What have you guys been playing? I Not got a whole a lot. 3DS. 
That's right. Alex, Alex got a 3DS. 3DS. My, uh, yes. my roommate's roommate was my friend's roommate was moving out, and he was like, "Does anybody want this thing for like thirty bucks?" I'm like, "Yeah, well, what sure, do you got for it? yeah, why not?" Uh, I got I got two of the better Mario RPGs and Pokemon. So I'm like, stop, stop, stop. I haven't replayed Superstar Saga in like seven years. I definitely want to see the the update they did for that. Have you, either of you gentlemen played that? No. What the fuck is Superstar Saga? It's one Superstar of the Mario Saga RPGs. was uh, um, Alpha Dream just went out of business. Oh, okay. And it's a tragedy because Superstar Saga is a fucking amazing action RPG. Hmm. Where, like, you play the first um, South Park uh, video game. Yeah. It's basically the combat here. They perfected hmm. it. Hmm. It's that, but, like, three times as long. And it, like, incorporates pretty much every single enemy, but as, like, a, like a timed RPG enemy. Hmm. It It's hard to explain just how just delightful and complicated and difficult this kid-friendly game can get. Mm-hmm. It's just every single every single fight is has like a different attack pattern to it. It's about like hitting like you jump an enemy, you have to like time your jumps in the right way to do the most damage. They all have like there is like a defensive part of it where you have to like deflect attacks in a specific way. And towards the end of the game, it gets it's maddening. Like they'll start like wiping you out in two hits, but if you just play it right, you can just glide through it just out of pure skill. I, I can't recommend it enough. The Mario RPGs were always like that. I mean, going back to the very first one, Super yeah. Mario RPG on the Super Nintendo, which is a Square game, actually. Yeah, that's true. And they have amazing soundtracks. And I've got mm. this, the first one in Bowser's Inside Story, which I only played like five minutes of, but I'm told it's the best. I can't wait to get around to that. Damn. Is this your first handheld? Yes. Well, no, Ooh. I had the Game Boy Advance oh. years and years and years Who ago. didn't? <laughs> yeah. I didn't. Really? Yeah. My first yeah. handheld was the PSP. And you love that sucker. I, well, I, I like I like the, the PSP. I love the Vita. Yeah. I, I I had a I had the original Game Boy Advance. Again, I didn't buy any of these. This is when I was working at EB slash GameStop, and they would give us these things. Mm-hmm. But I, I had the original Game Boy Advance before there was a backlight, and I actually bought a backlight and did the solder job myself and installed a, a screen light in there. Holy shit! Um, and then I had an SP, and I never really played and never really used it for anything because <laughs> handhelds were not my thing. Still aren't really. So, I was out of town with the family for most of the weekend. Went okay. to Tennessee, to the Great Smoky Mountains. Ooh. See some mountains. It was a Where good time. Where in Tennessee? Gatlinburg. Nice. Gatlinburg itself is touristy and awful. But it's uh, great hiking. But yes, the surrounding area is gorgeous country. Uh, we did find one thing in Gatlinburg where it's, it's, it's Anakistas is, is the kind of resort slash thing where you take a, a chairlift up into the mountains and suddenly you're way up, you know... Three four thousand feet, and you can see everything. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took the switch along, so I played through the first two dungeons of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Okay, and it's cute. Yeah, I never mentioned that. <laughs> I beat that. You did finish it. I did beat it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's 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 cute. Um, you can really see how. I mean, it's antiquated with the way it gives these kind of vague clues on what you're supposed to do next. What you haven't memorized it. Yeah. You know what? I, I never played the first one. I know. I this is my first experience with it. So when like the raccoon in the forest said, you know, I don't like powder blown in my face, and I hadn't found that skill yet, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So I had cocaine. to explore more and find it, and, and find the cocaine and blow it in Mario's face, and then it worked out fine. So it's oh my it's, god, it's definitely antiquated. He does look like Mario. That is Mario. It's totally Mario. I never got that. <laughs> yep. You're right. 
Yep. Well, uh, isn't there like that chomp chomp in the? Um, yeah, there's there's know. all kinds of. Uh, oh yeah, there's enemies. goombas in the underground area. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's a Yoshi doll you have to find for somebody. I have so, a it, um, I have an artifact in uh, Mario Luigi RPG where it's it's called the Great Force. It's a Triforce, but it like doubles the damage you give and take. Hmm. Yeah, they're always trading back. Yeah. So it, Easter eggs. It's definitely not bad visually. I think it's very interesting because it 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 plays with with focus a little bit where you'll have like far further away it's not in focus and then the middle part's in, in focus and the mm-hmm. closest screen's not focused, which is interesting. Yeah, well, it's, it's forced perspective to create this sense of scale. Yeah. And that kind of, sometimes that was problematic because you're trying to look at something in the corner of the screen, but it's blurry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm curious as to see how, how well that's going to work full screen. Cause I mean, I play this handheld obviously, and then I'm going to finish it off on my TV since I'm back home again. So I'm wondering how well that's going to work. That last RPG that Squaresoft did, uh, Octopath Travel, Mm-hmm. Did that same kind of thing, and it bugged the shit out of me on a decent sized TV because mm-hmm. I want to see it all, but like everything but the line you're looking at is blurry. Yeah. So I mean, I I, I get it. It's it, this is this is it's a throwback. It's a handheld uh, Zelda game. It's it's fine. Um, I guarantee you, just like you, at some point I'm gonna go, what the hell am I doing? And then look it up. Yeah. And that's fine because I don't have time to you know wander the map trying to find what the hell they're talking about again. Um, call us spoiled by modern games. I'm not sure if that's right or not, but I don't know. Like I, I just hmm. okay. I, modern design is more I'm not, easier is the wrong term. It's not as nebulous, but it is also easier. It it's is not literally to sell you a guide. It is yeah. It is literally easier to figure out. And if I had beaten this game without ever looking anything up, it would have taken me four times as long. Yeah, and yeah. would have been vastly more satisfying. But, but would it have been any more enjoyable? To... No, exactly. I think it would have. I think it would have been infinitely more frustrating as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that, that that's just it's just old game design versus new game design, and it's important you know, to see the difference. I just I'm surprised that they put as much effort into the visual upgrade as they did. This is not this is a new game just on the old bones. Yeah. It looks it um, looks lovely. Yeah, and then I also have put. Since I got back, I've put some more time into Borderlands 3, and the the mid to late game is significantly better than the early game. Where are you? Um, Eden 6. Okay, where in Eden 6? Because you're on Um, that planet for a long fucking time. You are on that planet for a long time. Spoilers for Borderlands 3. The last thing I did, I I liberated one of the towns, and then I... You're about two-thirds of the way. Yeah, I rescued the gunsmith guy. Um, So it's... I like Clay a lot. Yeah, Clay, Clay's a good character, although the mixing is really bad. It's hard to hear what he's saying half the yeah. time. Um, so I've got this, I've, I always have the, the subtitles on anyway, so at least I can hear what's going on. Um, Eden 6 is, is by far the best planet Indeed. so far. Oh, the uh, Jacob's Mansion's so good. It is. It, oh man. And, 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 yeah. and the, the sis, what's his, Clayton? What's, what's the hunter's name? Oh, Hammerlock. Winthorpe, where, I can't. Sir Hammerlock. Hammerlock, yeah. Hammerlock's sister. Yeah, really. Being this awful, awful person. She was a she was a vault hunter in um the last game. Was she? Yeah, she was great. She was a f- uh, ice mage sniper. She was fucking awesome. She was playable. Yeah. Have you have you found a legendary gun yet? I don't think so. You haven't found one orange quality gun. Oh no, I found I found orange quality guns, but everything I find is not as good as what I already have. It seems. There you go. Because uh, I can. Uh, now that you have the ability to smash the iridium stuff, whenever I need something, I have enough iridium chips. I go down to the guy in the basement of the ship yeah. who yells at you through the slit, and whatever he's selling is significantly better than anything you're going to find. What, yeah. w- w- when do I get the ability to smash iridium? Because I see it fucking everywhere. Um, um, at the end of the first, um, when you when you, uh, it's on the Maliwan planet. 
Okay. After you fight your first big Vault, enemy. Vault Beast. Yeah, you fight, you um, fight, fight a Vault Beast. I fought like a giant sphere thing? No. You're okay. not there just yet. Okay, well yeah. then I, I already got a legendary gun though. Is it any good though? It's fucking amazing. Yeah, uh, no, um, like the loot is way, way more looser this time. Well, I, I, RNGesus just hates me because whatever I find, I mean, I, I played for, I played for four hours last night. I sold every piece of crap that I picked up off the ground. It was mm-hmm. garbage. Mm-hmm. Everything was garbage. It's about right. Yeah, and it's it, about right. No, no that used to be so much worse than that. That's uh, that okay. doesn't matter. That's still one of Borderlands problems. Is that you, you get a gun five levels ago that is the best fucking thing you've got for the next ten levels. So you mm-hmm. don't actually have a meaningful upgrade for hours and hours and hours. Okay, counterpoint. I have a, um, class mod I got at level 26 that I'm still using after beating an entire game at level 50. Yeah, maybe they should have given you some better class mods as you got up to level 50 is what I'm saying. No, no, it's great. That's, no, that's See, not great. There hasn't no. been a single thing better. An RPG, I, uh, the, the, what, what's, what grabs you and yanks you forward in RPG See, you is the sense it, of progression. You haven't played enough Destiny 2 to appreciate a game giving you something that's useful for that amount of time. See, the way I play Borderlands, though, is a little different. I, I, I'm i not min-maxing it. I'll just look at... I, I don't look at the level of it. I look at the cash score. sale value. The cash sale is the score. The cash sale value. Because you'll have stuff that... That with a higher score that has a lower cash sale value. Right, but like mm-hmm. stuff like rocket launchers are just going to be more expensive. Yeah, they're true. Old. Yeah, 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 they always are. But and so I mean, my, my loadout's always now that I've gotten to this point, my loadout is always assault rifle, shotgun, sniper rifle, rocket launcher. That's I good. never use pistols or SMGs. Um, so I just whatever the highest sale value is, I keep. But what that means is that I'll, sometimes I'll rotate and I'll realize I don't like this weapon, but I've already sold the old one and I have to deal mm-hmm. with it. And that keeps it, that at least keeps it interesting because sometimes I'm playing with non-ideal weapons and. Um, it's the, the difficulty spikes are weird. I just did the yeah. side quest and a little spoiler here where you fight the giant monkey versus the T-Rex. Yeah, that's a good one. And that T-Rex, whatever thing was a bitch. Yeah, it was, but it, holy yeah, cow. It, she would two hit you. Fight the monkey. Well, yeah, down. I mean the monkey died. The monkey died <laughs> quickly. Yeah. And then she killed me like three times. So I ended up like hanging outside of the arena where she couldn't get, finding a corner and just oh, sniping her in the head over and, over and over and over. I did cheese her. I could, because I, if I went in the arena, I would die in two hits. And Ouch. that's, even if I had the, uh, my, my mech out. So. Yeah, there's, the, th- pretty much all of the Malawan planet I really enjoyed. Yeah. Just, just because at that point I had a rocket launcher that would shoot four rockets that would then home in on something I tagged earlier. Nice. I had something called, it was something like a cost-effective assault rifle is the name of it. And so what that means is it's one of these assault rifles that fires two rounds per shot. Sounds like it was Mount, it was uh, Hyperion, which means you got a blast shield on that sucker too. I don't actually think I do. Oh. Um, what it has is it's it's got a homing dart that mm, or actually like, that like, like like a homing shotgun that you can send out, and that tags enemies when you hit them with a shotgun. And then most guns that fire two shots per trigger pull, it costs two two ammo per trigger pull. Yep. This thing has a clip of forty five, and it does not cost two. And I'm like level 15 or something, and each of these shots, it does 35 times 2. Huh. Nice. I can't find a fucking, I can't find a, a hand cannon that does that much damage. Yeah. So I tag someone and just hold down the trigger, and my other thing is, you know, like, this amazing rocket launcher, and the other thing is I finally got, I'm a siren, so I actually do have a lot of points. I moved all my points into the tree that buffs my elemental damage and damage over time. Is and I blue one? Uh, green is it red? Wait, that's orange, isn't it? I think it's orange. Yeah, and it um, and the I phase lock one. 
Yes, and I, I did this right when I came, right when I started started to get weapons that actually had, you know, and um, elemental effects. And so I spec myself fully into elemental effects, and then I beat this boss, and the boss drops a submachine gun that doesn't appear to do very good damage or have very good stats at all. But what it does do is once you, it doesn't even describe it in the item description, but once you pull down the trigger, you can see that this submachine gun is rotating through every single element in the game. Oh, cool. <laughs> so no matter what, no matter, like, and that was the problem was I was using my phase lock on an enemy, but I didn't have a gun that was powerful enough to take it down before the phase lock ended. Yeah. Not with this thing. Mm-hmm. See, my problem right now is that everything I have is ice. I don't even know how it happened, but my assault rifle is ice, my shotgun is ice. My missile launcher, my rocket launcher is ice, which is cool when they're not immune to that, because I'll freeze you, then I run up and just stab you and you shatter. Yeah, but I it's going to screw stuff. me at some point in time, <laughs> because I'm going to run into someone that's immune. The, um, oh, I can't remember what they're called, but not not awakened, but the the ones that, the, the guys that have been, like, imbued. Like, you've got the oh, brother yeah, and the sister. Anointed. The anointed, yeah. Those guys suck to fight, because they're immune to a lot. Yeah, they, they uh, debuff their health a lot. Yeah. In the last patch, because that was getting ridiculous. I mean, now that I have, I'm, I'm falling to the bottom of the tree on the, 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 the rocket launcher tree for mm-hmm. the, um, for the soldier. Okay. For Moe's. And I have unlocked the, the last ability is that there's a 20% chance per shot that you're going to trigger an explosion that does 75% of your weapons damage. Hmm. But that's an area of an effect. Mm-hmm. So she has other abilities I'm going to backtrack and get now that whenever you trigger an area of effect spell, spell area of effect um, explosion, something else might happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to get to the end of her tree and then work backwards. Yeah, and- no, um, yeah, sirens like that too, where so much of it is just based on what happens when a static static effect is applied. Yeah, and what happens when an enemy suffering from a static status effect dies. Yeah. 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 So I have yeah. explosions of status effects going off all the time. So I mean, it's more fun now than it was 20 hours ago. Yeah. And it's going to get fucking ridiculous when you get to the end game and you can triple the loot drops. Ha! <laughs> nice. So good. I don't know if I'm going to keep up to it because my brother finally got me a little back in Overwatch this week. We had That's some good fun. games. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I'm telling you. Pinko? Once, God. Sorry. Once you get up there and you kill an anointed enemy, they're going <laughs> to drop like three purples and a, and a legendary almost every time. This, see, here's the thing. The colors do nothing. If I pick it up and I'm just going to sell it, I don't care. You're going to love at least two of them. I look, I look at every single thing on every single thing I pick up. It does take it does take a while, but I... Uh, I don't. I didn't look at that number. If the number's not good, it gets sold. It gets... I have so much money now, too. Yeah. I need well, to go back and just... storage deck upgrades. I know. I got to go out and buy, and buy a bunch of that stuff. Because I, mean, I, I, I was up around 200 grand. Oh, jeez. And then I got t- killed by that T-Rex like five well, you, times. You know how much you need to full, get your full backpack? How much? Two million. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah that, makes, that makes sense. So, but that's what I even plan. So we, we've had some conversations about uh, getting Kickstarter rewards, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how it's really fucking frustrating when you know five years ago you back a Kickstarter, the game finally comes out, all these reviews are coming out talking about the game, people are on forums talking about the game, and you're just sitting there with your painful blue balls waiting for the copy that your Kickstarter developer was supposed to send you, but, oh, they're having a problem with the review codes. Oh, they're having a problem with this. There's always a fucking issue, right? Okay. Side note, Bloodstained did not do that. I got my code exactly on time. Side note, yesterday I come home from work. I op- I get an email. I open it up. It's uh, it's Zero Labs. There's, they've sent me everything that I uh, that I pledged for, 
in my Kickstarter, in the Kickstarter like five years ago or whenever it nice. was. So nice. yeah, I come home, I boot up the PS4, put in the code, indivisible downloads. I don't have to buy it. I have no idea how much money I gave these people. It was years ago. <laughs> that's almost like you get a gift because you've yeah. forgotten that you spent money on it. That's right. That's right. So it's basically I've forgotten you mad about this. <laughs> and I totally fucking love Indivisible so far. Um, it's really, and what's amazing about it, it, it's like the opposite of Joker. And that kind of suggests that there's aspects of it, like, you know, the, the acting isn't great or something like that. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is I'm amazed that one of the strongest aspects of this game is the script. It's mm. so good. Uh, Aja, the, the main character, is, um, she is kind of a typical shonen protagonist. Does that make sense? Mm. Anyone? Uh, yeah. Explain. Um, she is, um, well, okay, she, she's a female shonen protagonist, so she's very angry, as a general rule. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but she's going to, uh, her, uh, she, she's mad at what everything. She, the, the game starts and you run up a hill through your village and you you talk to all the villagers and all the villagers are like, aren't you late for training? And so you run up the hill and you finally talk to your father. Is and she Naruto running or is she just running like a normal run? She's just running like a normal run. Oh, darn it. <laughs> and, uh, and she immediately pops off on her dad. And her dad is like trying to teach her kung fu or something. And she's like, why don't you ever tell me what happened to mom? Why don't you ever tell me this? Why don't you ever tell me what you did before I was born? You're being a dick. And he's like, I'm your father. And I will tell you that shit when it's good and ready. And you are being ungrateful. And I don't like you. She goes, well, I don't like you either. And he's like, well, I'm just leaving. She's like, well, that's very mature. And then, uh, <laughs> and then she notices that there's screams coming from the village. And of course, a great power has come and wiped out your entire village. And your father's, uh, and your father has been mortally wounded. And you have this wonderful touching moment where he admits that you were right and he should have told you everything. And there's so much that you need to know that the fate of the world rests on your shoulders. And I wish I could tell you. And then he dies. <laughs> and then he dies. And the uh, lieutenant from like, you know, this great army that destroyed your village explains that this was all done just so that all lands can be united under peace under Lord, uh, Ravanagal or Ravanabal or something like that. And Aja gets so pissed off. That she just freaks out on the guy. She's she's ready to, or uh, she goes. Well, then I'm gonna find this guy, and I'm gonna kill him. He's like, no one could be stupid enough to challenge Lord Ravanaval. She goes, I might be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice. And it's that kind of humor, and and really nice characterization that carries the full thing, the whole thing through. Uh, you end up in a swamp very early in the game. And there's horrible stories about this monster in the swamp, but it turns out to be this demented old woman who wears a tiger skin. And in her hand, she holds a lamp that contains the tiger's soul, and she uses that to light fires. She really likes fires. She talks a lot like Wednesday Adams. And uh, she she's very negative about everything. She's just kind of waiting to die, and so she has no problem. Oh, anyway, so uh, after Anja freaks out on the, the young soldier, the guy is sucked into her mind. He can't leave unless she draws him out. And he can now fight at her side as one of your action buttons. So you meet this, you meet this old lady. Same thing. Uh, she's got nothing better to do. Her house has just been destroyed by that asshole army. So she gets sucked into your mind. She's fine with it. You keep on meeting all these characters and she, they keep on accidentally getting sucked into your head. And then you'll be like, so you're actually, you eventually get to the fortress of, of Ravanaval. And this is, this is another one of the great lines that I refuse to forget. Um, Anja is fighting her way through the fortress. And she goes, aha, a window. That'll be no match for my trusty axe. And the, and the lieutenant goes, uh, wait, Anja, no. And, and the old lady goes, don't listen to him, Anja. Kill that window. Kill it. <laughs> Anja goes, I'm gonna. And then smash. <laughs> like, like the, the writing through the whole thing is lively. Each character is great. I love it. So I, w- I would like to remind you and the listeners now. 
that Lab Zero Games' entire game resume before this consists of Skullgirls, Skullgirls yeah. a fighting game. Yeah, just Skullgirls. So I'm assuming the women are tastefully... Uh... Uh, actually, yeah. Good. Uh, uh, there's tasteful boob. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't noticed anything that offended me yet. Aja, no, it's, it's, Aja it's, specifically no, it's... is is completely non-sexual. There you go. Yeah. Um, like she is... Skullgirls, uh, it's very, very fluid animation. How about that? Yes. Yes. Um, but, you know, like Skullgirls was kind of taken to task for how sexualized a lot of its characters were and the lead character designer was like, well, I'm a woman and I'm okay with it and I made them all. There you go. Um, there you go. All right. But, on, but at the same time, you know, worth, worth asking the question, but mm-hmm. n- nothing has, uh, nothing has bothered me so far. Um, I just say that they, they, the, for them to put out something of this quality when their only other credit is a fighting game is very interesting. Well, okay. I well, like that. The, um, as a platformer, it's okay. Um, it's not like it's, you, you don't feel, platforming is not how to put it. It's not like, this, this isn't a platformer as in I really feel tested by the platforming. Sometimes that occurs, but not often. Platforming just tends to exist as, to facilitate the exploration. Yeah, like, like a lot of the negative Steam reviews are, are slacking off in the level design. Yeah, and the, the level layout. design is not the point of the game at all. Yeah, it sounds like a really charming it's an RPG. Uh, RPG yeah. yeah, it's it's mostly just a straight walk from one one moment to the next, and punctuated by these wonderful, wonderfully scripted moments, beautifully acted by everyone involved, um, excellent music, incredible animation, incredible presentation, and then you get to the fights. Mm-hmm. And did you guys play the demo? I've looked at it. No, it looks I did not. overwhelming, but in a good way. Um, yeah, I can understand it looking overwhelming at first. And when you get good at the combat in this game, you're buffering like every single thing you do. Mm-hmm. So like what I do when I do an attack rotation now is what I've got is I've got this, this kid, God, what is, his name is Ginseng and Honey. <laughs> and the, the, the little boy's name is Ginseng. I think it's a boy. It could be a girl. So I really said. And on Ginseng's hat is this little, um, egg thing with eyes that's <laughs> cute and that thing's name is honey and Jingxing doesn't really attack what he does is he runs up to the enemy slams a giant pestle down whips around a mortar in the pestle and he does m- almost no damage to enemies as he does this but as he does he buffs his heel mm, okay. you can keep buffing the heel across multiple turns so just keep on having him smash that mortar and pestle, smash the mortar and pestle, smash the mortar and pestle until someone gets hurt. And then you press up and attack with him and he flings green stuff all over the screen. And, and he heals everybody. And he heals your entire team. While he attacks. Or is just healing? No, there's no attack. No, it's, okay. it's just a heal. And you need it because he's the only player who can heal unless you want to use an ultimate and ra- Razmi. Razmi's ultimate is a half heal for the entire team. Um, no, it's really not. And... Um, uh, so yeah, it is. A, so my, anyway, my rotation is just a normal attack from Asha, uh, triangle for triangle, triangle for Jinseng, then an up attack from Razmi, which will launch an enemy, and then a down and square from God. I forget the guy's name, but he's like a chubby little East Indian warrior guy, <laughs> and he's got a turban on. But in the middle of the turban is like a sword hilt, and as he draws it out, his turban becomes a whippy blade. Huh. And he slashes guys around with that. And so his down attack is an AoE that hits everything. And it does a ton of damage. So it's um, circle, triangle, up, X, down, square. Circle, triangle, up, X, down, square. Circle, triangle, up, X, down, square. And you just repeat that over and over into a rotation that gives you like a 200-hit combo. 
and then you got to wait. So it's a fighting game. There you go. It's, it's kind of like a fighting game. And then as yeah. as you wait and you get charges of attacks back up for each for each character, those are the points when an enemy will jump in and try to attack. And then at that point, once the enemy moves to attack, you cannot attack anymore. Now the enemy's moving. It's their turn. Sit down. And the enemy will go to a certain character. If you hit that character's button at the moment of the attack, you'll get a perfect block, which will give yeah. you some super meter. Uh, there are attacks that can hit every enemy in your party. You can block with every ally in your party. Um, but it's, it absorbs your super meter. It requires your super meter to do it. So you really want to nail that timing perfectly. And just like them, once you start that combo, like if I move in with Ajna and I have, ev- I have like three attacks lined up on every character. They can't stop and block it. They can't stop stop me with an attack. I am going to execute this entire combo until I stop hitting buttons, until there's not another buffer ready to go. Yeah. So uh, you you got to learn juggles. you got to learn uh, how to break blocks. Uh, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. So it is the opposite of Joker. Instead of two hours of being, you know, difficult to consume, no, it's, you just sit there and you have fun with uh, it. A lot of fun. And a I game ha- that's fun, imagine. And I <laughs> haven't come to a fight yet that frustrated me. Um, there was some platforming that kind of frustrated me, but it was just because I was trying to do it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I figured that out. But you know, so so far, uh, I feel about Indivisible just the way I felt about Ori at the beginning of Ori. Very yeah. positive. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely on the list. I'm not going to buy it, but then again, there's nothing else for me to buy this year anyway. How are you going to play it if you don't buy it? Uh, Gamefly yeah, has a physical copy of it. Gamefly has physical copies. Yeah, it's already on my list. Oh shit! Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, so I, I will, I'll definitely play it. You'll like it. Um, I'm, I'm sure I will because Lab Zero makes good stuff and then it, it harkens back to Valkyrie Profile, which is a oh, shit. gem on PlayStation 1, so. I totally forgot. Um, last week, um, the Spyro collection was down to 12 bucks on, um, a Humble Bundle. Okay. Oh. So I got into that shit. Nope. And unlike, uh, Crash Bandicoot, this shit holds up. This Ooh. shit is really good. It's just. And how like, does it look? looks amazing. It looks like. Yeah, but I, it was given a complete visual overall, though. Like, complete this visual is like overall. A, yeah. If you told me that. There were a bunch of guys from Pixar that quit their job at Pixar to specifically remake this game, I believe you. Hmm. And okay. and that kind of is what pisses me off about that Medieval remake. And I didn't even play Medieval. Yeah. But looking at footage of this Medieval remake, it's like you guys did not fucking do new animations for any of this. Well, it's it's a PSP game is what they're doing. <sighs> this is a remake of a remake that was on the PSP. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that doesn't look okay, good at all. And it, it. honestly, it. I like Medieval 2. They're not worth remaking. I don't know why they did it. <laughs> They're just not fun, but Spyro the Dragon is fun. It is fun just running around, burning stuff, and picking up gems. And Stuart Copeland, drummer from The Police, does not get enough credit for his chill-as-fuck soundtrack. Okay, so Spyro, correct me if I'm wrong, was Insomniac? Mm Mm-hmm. Insomniac's first three games. That explains Ratchet and Clank. Yes, it does, doesn't Mm -hmm. it? Just running around and blowing shit up? If you enjoy playing these games at all, and I'm thinking, like, maybe that you want to play it again, yes, you do. (laughs) This is a, like a 12 hours over three games, and you, I'm 100%ing stuff left and right and having a blast. So each game is only four hours long? Each game is about 10 hours long if you want 100%. It. Oh, okay. But there's three of them, oh. and they're all pretty good. Fair enough. I was so curious. I never played. It was PS1 originally. I never played any mm-hmm. of those. Never got into them. Huh. So. That was when I was in the straight JRPGs only phase of the PlayStation 1. Plus, plus PlayStation well, that was. 2. Yeah, your cup ran it over. Yeah, yeah, the golden age. So most nights uh, over the last weekend, I was, you know, I was so kind of 
trucking along with hoping to get a better gun in Borderlands. Mm-hmm. But I was okay with not bugging my brother to play Overwatch. And so when he would bug me at like, you know, 9.30 p.m. on Sunday night. And I'd go, okay. And we'd play yeah, for like yeah, an hour work, or something. Yeah, yeah. And then I think the next night he didn't even get on until super late. And I was just like, man, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. And so, and then Tuesday night, I'm dying to play Indivisible. But I feel bad about Monday night. So I sent him a text early and we start playing. And I'm playing support. He's playing tank. It is not going well. I think we lost like, I don't know. I, we might have done 50-50. We might have gone 2-2 two and two or something like that. Hmm. And then I feel like playing DPS, but I decided, you know what? I'm going to play some tank. We didn't lose another game. Yeah. Hmm. What did you think, guys? I, well, I, I, I did, uh, first I did Zarya on Hanamura Attack, and I went 18-0. and 0. Nice. Then I went Orisa on, um, and he played Ash. He played I fucking... Like Ash. Yeah, well, he, Ash is a sniper. And it blows my mind that we won that game with Chris playing Ash. <laughs> like, and I, I'm sorry, he's not as good a shot as I am, and I can't play Ash. So that blew my mind, but a lot of people were dying from, from the dynamite. Then we did, uh, King's Road Defense. I was on Arissa, he was on Bastion. And, uh, it, that was 26 and 0. We just didn't die, held the, totally held the first choke. It was absolutely beautiful. I've just been having some sick, sick Zarya games lately. And I can't, I don't know when the last time I played Tracer was. So what you're saying is you hate Free Tracer Kong. stuff. You I do hate Hong Kong. Kong. You hate Hong Kong. Yeah, those Hong Kong people don't deserve freedom okay. or freedom of speech. Making sure we're clear about that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Yeah, because okay. we like can we we can see what freedom of speech has done for your awful country. <laughs> you know, you know what? You know what? You're not wrong. If <laughs> if if only it was important that the speech be true. Anyway. No, no, no. You can say whatever you want. There are no repercussions for it. That's right, and we call it news, but it's entertainment anyway. Does that, mean, Fox News. does that mean it's time for headlines? I think so. I've called you a communist enough times. We probably should explain what we're talking about. I think people get it. Thank you, comrade. That's true. Headlines in Overwatch news. Blizzard made the bad kind of headlines when they stripped a Chinese Hearthstone player of his tournament title and winnings after the player made a statement in support of a free Hong Kong. Now, where was this game? Where was this concert? This concert? This the, competition being held? The, it was in China. Yeah. All right. Was it so, in mainland China uh, or Hong Kong? I don't know. It was. It was in. It's somewhere within the auspices of the yeah. red whatever. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so a lot of people were really pissed off because the the language that Blizzard cited to strip him of everything doesn't say that you can't make a political statement. No. It no. Ju- it just says that you can't like dishonor yourself or you know like you know be a uh, don't shit. be a drunk asshole. Yeah, don't be an asshole, basically, is what it says. And that's what they're... And they're stripping him of all of that for saying that he supports a free Hong Kong. They also fired the two streamers who were working. Yes, they did. And those and guys they, did nothing. All those guys did was look away. They mm-hmm. literally ducked on the table, kind of jokingly, but like, good, like, this is a shot across the bow, and yep. it's bullshit. And they fired him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a lot of people are super scandalized by this, and I imagine the same folks who don't know that every Marvel movie script is pre-approved by Chinese government censors. Yeah, it's, it's the modern yeah, propaganda. Yeah, but the mm-hmm. stars can say what they want about Hong Kong freedom and not get fired. Well, they live in America. Um, if you, too, are planning to boycott Blizzard for supporting this morally bankrupt communist regime and engaging in censorship of anything that doesn't toe the line of China's governing body, you're also going to want to avoid doing business with... 
Apple Computer Products, Vans, Sneakers, The NBA, Disney, ESPN, Viacom, Paramount, Marvel Studios, Fashion Brands, Calvin Klein, Coach, Fresh, Givenchy, Picari, Sweat, Valentino, Versace, and Swarovski, Marriott, Nike, Riot Games, Cafe Pacific, Google, Mercedes-Benz, American Airlines, Delta Airlines, United Airlines, Audi, Muji, I don't know what that is, Zara, same, Ray-Ban, Airlines, Qantas, Air France, Air Canada, British Airways, Malaysia Airlines, and Japan Airlines, TikTok, Sheridan, The Gap, and Tiffany's. With the exception of Google, I could do that. Yeah, me too. I do that now. <laughs> well, no, I do see, I do watch Disney movies and Google Marvel is movies. trying to build them, a, build them a uh, search engine after the failed uh, thing they did ten years ago. <laughs> They're trying to get in there, but hey, we need to start somewhere. TikTok is especially heinous, though, as well, because they like ban LGBT stuff. Oh, really? Yes, That's TikTok is not good. Oh, um, Tracer and Soldier are not canonically gay in China. Yeah. I didn't know Soldier was gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Well, it, it, came, it came out in a short story. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it was canon. Okay. Uh, I had no idea. Popular teaching streamer and Dallas Fuel assistant coach Jane or Justin Jane Conroy was made to delete a Twitter post on Wednesday as that tweet was critical of the punishment of the Hearthstone player. <laughs> Blizzard's official China Hearthstone account or Hearthstone China account tweeted out that we are very angered and disappointed at what happened at the event last weekend and highly object to the expression of personal political beliefs in any of our events. As always, we will defend the pride and dignity of our country. Uh-huh. Uh, some folks are reporting that Nintendo customer service has been getting quote a surprise number a surprising number of requests to cancel pre-orders of Overwatch for Switch, and a lot of people are announcing they're walking away from Blizzard games on forums. Now, people put up threads on Overwatch forums fucking constantly talking about how, like, they're done with the game and they're uninstalling. Like, literally every day there's more of them on the penny, on the, the official Blizzard forums. But there are more lately. There are more. Um, at least one, I, th- I think the main Blizzard Reddit's shut down. They said that, but they also said that the Hearthstone one got reopened. So I'm like, this is like a nothing post. I don't understand why we're talking about Well, there's about two it. different ones. There's like our Blizzard, there's our Hearthstone, our Blizzard, I believe. I think it's my, it's still down. Yeah, but check I don't it. understand why you'd bring down our Blizzard and not our Hearthstone. Like, our Hearthstone is... Right. Different anyway. people? I, I don't know. Uh, there's a huge bronze orc statue on the Blizzard campus in California bl- bearing the company's slogans, including Think Globally and Every Voice Matters. Both of those <laughs> slogans were covered up by employees who disagree with the move. <laughs> uh, there was a light walkout on Wednesday with up to 30 Blizzard employees gathered around the statue to protest. Meanwhile, Overwatch's May has been turned into a Hong Kong protest symbol, with artists dressing her up in activist gear, holding protesting, protest slogan signs, or even using her cryo-freeze ability to block the tanks in the famous Tiananmen Square picture. Cute. <laughs> I know. So the lesson we've learned today is that China is really the world power now, mm-hmm. and their money gets them to do whatever they want. Well, um, Is this news, though? No. Is this really news? No. Did we not know that the dragon is really in charge of things? No. And uh, I saw an article today that was talking about how um, this this was some this was kind of a devil we made a deal with like 30 years ago on the global scale yeah. to engage with China's economy while ignoring their human rights violations. Mm-hmm. And well, as it's a re- too late to divorce it because you guys are in debt up to your eyeballs. They own your entire fucking country if they were calling that debt. They mm-hmm. own even more of Italy. Mm-hmm. They're the only ones that have been repairing like all those cathedrals for the past 20 years. Oh wow. Well, I, I, I imagine that'd that'd be a good piece of land to own. Yep. Uh, speaking of Blizzard being shitty, two new playable racers, races, pardon me, were announced for World of Warcraft this week. Some cute little fox people for Horde and some horrifying steampunk cyborg gnomes for Alliance. Mm -hmm. But check this out. In order to actually play these classes, you have to complete what's called a reputation grind. Now, that's a nice way of saying there are several bars you'll have to fill. 
those bars <laughs> no. get exponentially bigger. And in order to fill the bars, you have to do a repetitive thing over and over and over again, like gathering 30 sticks or something and bringing it back to the same fucking person. It is like, I remember reputation grinds back when I did World of Warcraft. They were like, you, you just didn't do it unless you were a maniac because (laughs) it was going to take you literally weeks or months to get up to exalted with any faction. Yeah. Just absolutely ridiculous. And once you've done that, play the game again as another character. So I just learned now, though, that, like, so remember, like, you know, they came up with the Worgens, like the werewolf guys. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. So apparently every single fucking race that's been added to the game since, I think, Pandarans, that's been the deal. Where the players had to go do this grind in order to unlock these characters that you basically paid for in an expansion pack. Just absolutely brutal. But that's the nature of a MMO. It's It's a job. It's a job we promise will be fun one day when you play this little fox. I'm so glad that I never fell into those. Yes. Yeah, so too. glad. Yeah. I managed about a week and a half of that Star Wars one. Yeah, but you loved it. But you were playing yeah, single player. You weren't even playing the MMO Yeah, you played party. single player. Yeah. You fucking loved it. I'm yeah, pretending you didn't love it. I loved it. All right. And in further sad news, Doom Eternal has been delayed until uh, March 20, 2020. God, the rest of this year sucks. Yes, it does. Okay, well, Indivisible Do is not, right now. Do not dare trot out Hideo Kojima's game, because I have no faith in that still. Aside from Death Stranding, what do we have this year? Indivisible. Okay, that is very good. That's right. Uh, all right. So far, we got Indivisible. But do we have no. a tentpole no. Christmas release no. from anybody? Uh, unless it's that fucking Star Wars game. Which I don't think it'll be. No, yeah. that Star Wars game is going to be a 70. But at the same time, I feel like that game is going to come out into a vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> EA's going, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like what, what the fuck else is there? Do they really think that that game is going to be in competition with Concrete Genie? I don't fucking think so. No. No, like, we're going to have the next shooter from uh, from Activision, Gosh. whatever. Um, and yeah. The rest of this year is just it's so... It's I, I understand it's a transition, not a transition year. It's the last year of the generation. I get it. Um, okay, Outer Worlds, but that's... Outer Worlds. Yeah. Outer Worlds is going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's not going to be great. <coughs> Come on now. It's, it's not going to be it's great. It's not. I, I'm, I'm going to say it now. I hope I'm wrong, but what I've seen isn't promising. I mean, it's just... It's just... I mean, that's it. There's nothing. The rest of this year is shit. Yeah. Well... well okay, last year we had an absolute embarrassment of games. We had God of War early in the year. We had Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Game of the Year. We True. had Red Dead Redemption 2, which was still okay, depending on when you think about it. I, I played mean, it. Yeah. Oh, we all played it. We all played it. Everybody played it. Because it's a Rockstar game. Everybody plays it. But, oh, okay. Guess how much it's going to be on PC, storage-wise. Uh, uh, it's over 100 gigs, isn't it? <laughs> guess how much over 100 gigs. Is it 200 gig? Oh, it's 150. Yeah. High-res textures, 4K stuff. Fuck that, man. You gotta pay the piper, Guess how Come much on. Grand Theft Auto 5 was? Uh, I don't know. 80. I, you know, I, I don't get the complaint. Storage is so cheap. Stop complaining about storage. But I just understand how it got so much. Download bigger. caps, man. Okay, download caps are a real thing in the States. But you want the shinies, you pay with the bits. It's just, you, you can't have 4K textures. Yeah. Without filling your hard drive with well, no one can 4K run textures. 4K textures. It's like ray tracing. Well, you that's can like a generation and a half away. Don't you run 4K tra- textures? No one can run 4K anything. Uh, excuse me, Xbox One X runs 4K stuff all the time. Well, not at 60 frames. Yeah, they can't. Okay. Like, th- 30 frames. 
Wait, I'm thinking about that. No, 4K60. Yeah, Forza Horizon Three is 4K60. Okay. I'm thinking and that game was over 100 gig. On a console. On a console. What am I thinking of? I don't know. But the either way, you're mad is as not well. a real thing. But no, I, I understand. Down, download caps are a real thing. But of all the things we could be complaining about in the game industry, the size of their games is really not very high on the list. Yeah, storage. Is I, I saw a guy bitching on Twitter today about how, like, I was saying ten years ago when, uh, when games first became fifty gigs, that developers have no respect for our hard drive space or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like it was somehow an insult that they weren't compressing things more. Like, fuck off. <laughs> no. It's just, I'm sorry. I mean, I've got a terabyte of storage now. I'll deal with it. Uh, the Facebook app no longer works through PlayStation. Facebook announced back in July they would be ending PlayStation's access to friend data, but now they say they're working with Sony to finalize a new contract. So give it time, it'll be back. Hmm. All right. I really wish there was a better way to get screenshots off my Vita, or off my, uh, off my Switch, than using Twitter. It's yeah, the it's only true. way to get... A fucking screenshot off you, the thing. Really? You can't save it to like an SSD? And no, that one? no. Like maybe there's I've Facebook integration or something like that. <sighs> but it seems to be it. It's just like I can put it on Twitter and that's it. Uh, a, a demo for Hollow Knight Silk Song will be playable at PAX, at PAX Australia this weekend. How is it supposed to come out this year too? It was supposed to come out this year? Yeah. They did not say it'd be out this year. I am sure of it. It was implied. No, it was not. No. They only ever they, said they it'd come when it's ready. It. That's what they said. There's, I never imagined Silk Song would be out this year. Right. I mean, the first one took forever. Oh, sweet summer child. No way. Uh, Children of Morta for Switch has been delayed by another month and will hopefully come out soon. Frowny face. Yeah, wait. Does Nintendo even have anything for the fourth? Oh, they've got Pokemon. Never mind. Uh, they've yeah, also, never mind. yeah, and they got Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion is 10, is 1031. Pokemon. Yeah, okay. And I'm sure all kinds of, uh, I'm sure all kinds of cool indies will keep on coming over the fucking thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, cripes. One of us should play Goose Game. Uh, I know. Twenty bucks for a two-hour game. I'm glad I know, it exists. Right? It's delightful, I, but I just I yeah, don't know. yeah. I don't know if I can be that entertained by it. memes for that long. Yeah, like I, yeah, I get it. Like I get it instantly, and I, it looks like it should be a flash game from ten years ago or something. <laughs> there's, there's a person at the office who's a very, very nice person, and um, you don't want to be rude to them. And they walk up and they explain a problem to you and you explain the answer. And then they explain the problem to you again. And, mm, and, really, and, yeah. and you nod. And then they s- tell you the exact same thing in a slightly different way. Hey. And it's like, okay, okay. Sorry, Goose Game. I heard you the first time. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you're a lovely person, but I just go away. <laughs> uh, PlayStation has laid off, quote, dozens of employees from its UK Yikes. offices, with more influence coming from the North American arm. For example, PlayStation Europe employees had no idea that that Wired article was going to come out this week talking about the PlayStation 5. They didn't know about it until they read about it. Ouch. Yes, worth noting, PlayStation's sort of autonomous regions and the expectations that each region produce and support their own games... That's what got us Killzone, Little Big Planet, Wipeout, and SingStar. Now, no one gives a shit about SingStar, but Killzone Horizon Zero Dawn, man. Mm-hmm. So what are we losing, losing with this? Like, we could be losing the next amazing studio. It's consolidating their Consolidating Games their aren't going to get cheaper to produce. I wonder who's going to replace Sean Layden, and I note that saying that I never cared much for Layden. Like, he just never charmed me. Not that Trenton never did. <laughs> yeah. He was funny, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, Google Stadia may begin predicting user inputs in order to create the illusion of zero or even negative latency. Negative latency. Absolute 
pipe dream. I love reading all the devs on Twitter, like, just cracking up over negative latency. Yeah, and not only that, but... <sighs> Why are you even playing at this point? Yeah, if I'm going to put the controller you. down and let, yeah, let Google's AI play the game, and you know what? What do you even need my input well, anymore? Maybe, point, maybe it's like a drive avatar. Maybe it wouldn't know what you would do in the situation, and he'd actually have you do it. Hmm. Learn. Yeah. Oh, great. So now Google knows everything about me. <laughs> at, 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 oh, this, at this That's point, true. the player will not be able to overcome the latency and will lose the match. Perfectly reproduced. Uh-huh. Uh, no. l- last week, Shu Yoshida, president of Sony Worldwide Studios, tweeted this. <clears throat> Joined PlayStation Now as it has gotten cheaper. Thought of downloading PS4 games, but started playing Ico on streaming instead. Convenience. And I, And I read that and I'm like... Sounds like a Trump tweet. Is he saying what I thought? I think he's saying. And then so I looked into his replies and somebody immediately clarified with him exactly what I wanted to know. Are you saying, first of all, that you, Shu Yoshida, president of Worldwide Studios, didn't already somehow have free access to this? And Shu writes back, that's right, no, I didn't. They go, <laughs> and then the person further clarifies, and you're saying publicly that you didn't get it till now because it was too expensive. Shu writes back, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that was so, a weird bit of uh, transparency from yeah, yeah there aren't very many fucks in those replies mm-hmm. I, I, none I think and I think it was an and it was and this came after the Layden news and so I wonder if I he's coming maybe maybe I wonder, he's on the list I, that makes me wonder he's on the list yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I would hate that because I do love Shu Yoshida yeah. He's just nice about everything all the time. I fucking love the guy. I, I, I there was an interesting thought I had that some that about Sony is that somehow they've already figured out that PlayStation Five just cannot be as good as PS Four was. So yeah. they're trimming the fat proactively. You mean they're getting but, rid of employees? Yeah. They're, they're, While they're, they're talking they're, about how this thing is apparently going to do ray tracing. Apparently, I don't ray tracing. Bull fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, you like two thousand dollar video cards can't do ray tracing right now. That's right. We will know soon. Both Sony like a, a fucking Pixar supercomputer will work for two days and spit out one frame mm-hmm. of a picture with good ray tracing. So yeah. yeah, like I don't know. I don't know. It's I. I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around that this generation is just about done. Well, because I, I I always forget that the Xbox 360 generation was was abnormally long. I forget that that was that's not that eight years is not the norm. That five four or five is the norm. You know, I really don't feel like I, I don't feel like we've hit the the top of this generation of hardware. I don't know. I mean, technologically, visually, I don't know if we can get much further on on my side of the coin as, as like Forza Horizon Three or Gears Five or on the PS Four. Well, I think and, I think of, I, I mean, think Last of, of Us Two will be the, will be the pinnacle. And I think I think uh, Last of Us Two will be the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah you're right. But okay, last was too. Part of that being the pinnacle is just gonna be very, very good art direction too. I mean, I like yes. to see a push towards sixty frames per second, but that's not gonna happen. Uh, no, I no, no, I don't need sixty frames per second. You I, say that you don't know what you're missing. Yes, I do because I play Overwatch at sixty frames per second. I know the difference. Yeah. And and certain games don't need it. Certain games are designed with that in mind. Most movies are at twenty four frames per second, and that does not bother me. Um, wait, is it movies or television that's twenty four? Movies, you're correct. Yeah, t- TV no, is... No, TV's faster. T- TV's faster? TV's 30, yes. TV's 30, movies are 24. That's why when Peter Jackson did a lot of filming for a Hobbit at a higher 
yeah. frame rate. It looked like a soap opera. Yeah. Because yeah. you're just not used to seeing movies at that frame well, that was 120. Rate. Yeah. It was something like that. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. looked like a documentary. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Oh, Consoles. Oh, yeah. Man. And how, like, yeah, I'm worried. What have you seen that's, like, definitively next gen? Um, Nothing. Ghost of Tsushima has been pushed off the next gen. That's probably going to be a launch title for the PS5. We don't know that. It'll probably be cross-gen. Okay. It'll be cross-gen the same way that Assassin's Creed Black Flag was cross-gen, in that you really don't want to play it on the previous gen. (laughs) Well, if given the opportunity, like, yeah, you want to play it on the best hardware. Yeah, Um, yeah. But at the same time, I think about, I think about the last several years of the PS2, the last several years of the PS3 is when really, really creative stuff was coming out that took advantage not of, you know, how far you could push the hardware, but how comfortable developers had become with it. And I feel like we're abandoning that opportunity for this gen to jump right into the next one. It's still been five years though. I mean, Xbox, Xbox One and PS4, they both went through a a mid-console refresh, which Mm. is now the norm. It's going to happen again. Get used to it. True. I just hope they don't happen at the same time. These, yeah. This this one happened far enough apart that I could swing both of them. But God, if those, if they released mid resets, ugh, that would drive me crazy. At the same time, I mean, so you know what I was hoping is that I liked it when the Xbox One S came out that the console was white. I'm tired of black boxes under my TV. Hey, <laughs> black boxes have just as much to offer society as white boxes, Mr. Canapa. I- <laughs> what about the black boxes that make you uncomfortable? Yeah. No, yeah. no. It's, just, it's, it's homogenous. I want. I took my white Dreamcast and I took the case off and I put a smoke black case on my Dreamcast. I modified my own Dreamcast. So, so you're saying that you put, you're saying, you're actually saying, you're actually saying on live podcast that you put black case on your Dreamcast. <laughs> I, I, yeah, my, it was a reverse Oreo. Uh, no, I mean, it was a regular Oreo that was black on the outside, but the inside it was still a white Dreamcast. No, no, no one's loving my black case pun? Mm. No, I liked it. I, th- I, liked I thought it was like, great. Black, black case was pretty good. Black case, yeah, yeah, good. that was pretty good. You can't linger on it though, because then we become racists, so. <laughs> yeah, this is this is dangerous ground in which we it try. Really, it really is. It we really we is. are the, all the white. ice is thinning, much like the ice is thinning everywhere else. The ice is thinning here. I, you know, it, it never occurred to me for a moment to complain about the color of my PlayStation. <laughs> I'm just it, it, it's a picky thing, but like the TV is black, my receiver is it, black, my speakers are black, the Xbox One X and, and the PS4 like, are black. The Actually, PS5 that, that reminds like me the of charging a song. St- Oh, you said about that V PlayStation Five like dev kit thing you saw? No, uh, it's it, it's a song. Know. It's a song from Unlike Pluto. I don't know who that is. Well, I'm going to email it to you right now, and you can All put right. it at the end of the podcast. Uh, that works. And compose and it, the PS Five looks like a charging base for like a, a electric leaf blower. I saw that. Yeah, that's that can't be real. There's no way. I, I, I like I like it because it kind of looks like a V, which is a five in Roman numerals. Mm. It's got to fit in my entertainment area, though. Looks still. like a vault symbol. Yeah, it does. Like it's gonna open up and like it's gonna pour out some purple things that you don't need and yep. a bunch of cash. <laughs> There's the email. Everything black. All right, we'll put that on the end of the podcast today. Okay. So. Hmm. After this, after Borderlands 3, I'm going to try to finish up Zelda. Okay. And then I've got that other... Borderlands 3. 
I'm going to finish Borderlands 3. I'm good. going to. I'm, of course I'm going to. It's, it's, There's a really good bosses ahead of you. It's more fun now than it was before, and and and, and some of the characters are more interesting. It, it does bug me that they're kind of throwing these cameos in and then just abandoning them. Yeah. yeah. Like, Reese had a lot to say, but then Tiny Tina was there for like five sentences. And There's honestly, more Tiny Tina towards the end if you know where to look. Okay, is it going to be better? Because this tiny thing oh, yeah. is not no, that um, great. She, you try to get her um, pet skag back from her ex, and her ex doesn't want to give her back because all her pet skags die, and they have a big fight about it. <laughs> and it's right. pretty good. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, they, they actually bring back the sniper from Borderlands 2. I forget yeah, his name. Yeah, Mordecai. Yeah, Mordecai for like two sentences. I, I like it when Zero shows up. He's pretty funny. Zero's good. Zero's yeah. in there a lot. Yeah, Zero's got missions. A, yeah, he does. Come, let us kill these Malawan douchebags. Yeah. That guy was a douche. <laughs> then he screws up. Wait. Damn it. <laughs> did you finish the thing with Reese? Yeah. Did I have, I did. He had did you tell him what you really thought about his mustache? I told him I liked it. And he'll remember that. <laughs> that was a good callback. I like yeah. that. Reese will remember that. <laughs> so. And if you say you don't like it, you get a little uh, mustache medallion for your guns. Oh, cool. Ah, awesome. Oh, I should yeah. have done that. Okay, now is is the thing you get to put on your gun? Is that the lower right thing in your inventory? Uh, you just keep pressing left until you hit the number next to the next to the gun, and then you can assign it. The number next to the gun. Well, there's an open space to the left of your yeah. gun in your inventory. Oh, so I can only put one thing on each. So I can't put the same one on multiple guns. Yeah, you yeah, can. You can. Oh, okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah, I got like a different one on each gun. Just because I assumed I assumed I just wasn't able to equip it yet because I yeah they 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 block off a bunch of stuff yeah I started getting class mods like three levels before I could equip class yeah, mods that's yeah that was frustrating it drove me yeah. fucking crazy yeah it did. what's the bottom right one what's the fourth that's thing that's that's, those are Iridian relics you got to finish Eden six to get those oh, okay okay so we're okay. close to that okay and okay so like like uh, you were saying uh, you were having trouble healing you're eventually gonna get Iridian relics that give you like seventy five percent of your health back on melee hits. Oh, Jesus. Oh, nice. You're going to want that. Yeah, but I don't have to have blue relic for it. I want to... What I... Sh- okay. The reason I originally rode, uh, rolled... What was her name? Gage? No, it wasn't Gage. Amara. Moe's. Moe's. The reason I originally oh, rolled Moe's was because I wanted someone who had a lot of... Um, who, can, who can kind of maintain themselves outside of their uh, action skill. Yeah. Yeah. And Amara's really good for that. Well... Moe's is too. Okay. Because, yeah, like, once I get to, like, the end of my current tree, I'll have a lot of options for, uh, um, I think I get, like, health regen every time I apply a status effect. And that's all Ooh, I'm going to yeah. need. Yeah, that's, Ooh, that's all I'm going to yeah. need. Yeah. Well, Moe's has it. She, she has the vampire grenade ability. Ooh. So, so all her grenades a, give her health back. Yes. Ooh, and is it double for the actual health grenades? Uh, Probably. Nice. I don't have any health grenades, but I just have grenades that <clears throat> max it out, so it's like 20% of the damage the grenade does, I get back. Mm-hmm. So I get down to half health, I throw a grenade out there, and I'm healed. Yeah, I think the grenades max out at 30%. Yeah, yeah. So she can she can maintain herself pretty well. And I found that jumping into the mech and then immediately jumping out is a legitimate... Um, strategy. Strategy, because it draws fire. Ooh. It oh, does attack yeah. on its own. And when it's about to blow up, it runs <laughs> something and explodes, so it does a little area of effect. Hmm. So, I don't do it often, but I will do it if I'm if I'm not worried about health. I'll, I'll, if, if you jump in the mech, it's a good way to like, <laughs> like, oh shit, I'm about to die. Jump in the mech, then you've got you buy yourself some time. Uh, Zane's capstone is his hollow clone gets whatever gun you're holding, and with some of these golden guns towards the end, you can just wreck shit. Oh jeez, it's so good. Hmm. Hmm. I, I love it. I, it's not going to be my game of the year, but it's going to be on that list. What else is on that list, really? Some some stuff. 
Oh wait, oh, we're worried about spoiling that. It's October. Nothing else is coming out this it's, year. It's gonna be I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna finish Sekiro because that was definitely the most interesting thing I played all year. Yeah. I I keep track of like meta averages for the games I play in a year. Mm-hmm. Only one game I've played this year has cracked the mystical ninety number on Metacritic. It's been a shitty year. one game. Resident Evil Two Remake. <laughs> that That's game is it. like five minutes long. That's like a 93. Nothing else. I'm glad you like it. I mean, it, it, no, that's, that's, I mean, and that's, I wouldn't even think about giving that. That's the that thing, yeah, no, stuff. no, is that. It's not. Yeah, that was the best reviewed game you played this year is this point. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it, it's, 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 it's such a weak year for games. Yeah. It's when I'm looking at Greedfall going, yeah, that was actually not bad. Going, any yes, it year, was. Like, yes, it was. You shut was. up. See, Don't you thing, dare. It was bad. No, it was. Don't you but dare. in comparison to what else I've played this year, it's like, oh, come at on. At least it was doing some was, different stuff. Was Odyssey yeah. late last year or early this year? Late last year. Uh, Odyssey, was, Odyssey was... Last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Odyssey... Fair enough. Otherwise, yeah, that would definitely be on my list. Yeah. But I played it this year. <laughs> yeah, you did. But Odyssey was last year. Yep. 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 Would you, would you say... Um, what was it? Oh, God. The oldest house game. What was it? What was it? Um, Control. Mm. Oh, I yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played I that would. yet. I would. I would. That's on, I'll, hopefully I'll get that done before the end of the year. Yeah, that's definitely I up there. I haven't played that yet. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I uniformly informed enjoyed my time with Control. It was good. Hmm. It was good. Uh, but I'm really feeling like shit and I want to go to sleep. Please go. Alright, well, let's let Chance get better. Sleep, improve, take NyQuil. I don't know. It kind of fucked me over this morning. (laughs) (laughs) You 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 gotta process it. Exactly when you take NyQuil. That's true. Too late, you'll wake up and be like, oh. What time? Drive what now? time should I? Oh, you, you do, no, you wake up and it's like an hour past when you're supposed to be up. Yeah, your alarm's been going off and you had no idea. Right. Take it now. Go to sleep. Alex, thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. Shadows fall over my heart. I black out the moon I wait for you to come around You got me dancing in the dark I've closed my eyes But I won't sleep tonight Maybe you should come with me I'll take you to the dark side Me and you, you and me Do bad things in the night time Maybe you should come with me And we can kill a life It's a life for the blackout
Let it black out, black out, hit the lights, let it black